Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. <laughs> That's what a recap's supposed to be. Pretty much have to put your mouth almost right on it. <laughs> oh, that was a great intro. Hey, welcome back to the Brother to Batman. This is season five, episode one. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in to a, another fabulous, fun-filled episode. Oh my God, we're still doing this. Hello, I'm Ben, <laughs> your sunshine in the Gotham, and the youngest of the three of us. And I'm Jake. I'm the Miller Brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week here on the Brotherhood of Batman, which is a podcast with three different kinds of brothers all talking about Batman. Uh, we got together, we made a weird list of books, and I made my brothers read through them for four seasons now, almost two years. Um, we've <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> we make- I like how we just kind of threw them in the end there, Ben, without planning that that was nice <laughs> yeah i was i was wondering who was gonna go second um but every episode we come up with a theme drink uh to whatever we have read or watched or are gonna talk about um and usually the person that's uh bringing up the rear of the intros introduces the drink uh but i'm gonna let aaron introduce because he's the one that came up with the idea for the drinks this week uh yeah so this uh book is dealing with the black mask and the false faith society and as i was reading this I was like, I wrote down a note that it feels like I feel like we all are in the false face society now because we don't see what anyone looks like. Yeah. So right. my beverage is called uh, the mask, and it is uh, grape juice with uh, some vodka mixed in, and I have it wrapped in a uh, gator face mask because those are not really very good face masks, and uh, so it's a false. <laughs> Face a black mask. So nice, nice. nice. What is a gator face mask? It's so it's like a buff. It's like they call them gators. You wear them around your neck, and then you pull them up over your nose, and or you can put them up like, to a headband or whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's like buff, yeah. It's a buff. Okay, I am familiar with buffs, and uh, you asked me if I had one, so I wrapped my beverage in a survivor buff. Um, Very nice. Well, we all are that survivors I right now. If you're hanging we in, are, we are. Um, I call I'm talking about you and I sticking up with your brother, so. Oh, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Not Corona. No, just dealing with Jake. <laughs> uh, 
in the tomfoolery of five seasons of this. Um, I am drinking, my drink is called Mask for Mask, which is a gay reference. Uh, but I thought it was funny because it has the word mask in it. So I think we read. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, I'm just drinking wine, which is not mask at all. So there you go. If you got <laughs> any right. of that, you've been hanging out with me far too long. And uh, my drink is truly the Black Mask. Um, it is a black mask inspired by Aaron's idea, a black bandana wrapped around my glass, and then a lime truly poured into the glass. So, truly oh, the black oh. mask. Uh, 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 nice. <laughs> yeah, my, my buff is lime green. It's not black. So sorry. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. We expected you not to have a black mask, so that's okay. Could you imagine? I have a yellow. You probably got a floral thing. I that's floral. Yeah, I have a yellow face mask with black flowers on it. <laughs> I bet when we ever get to poison ivy, you'll be all set for the mask then. Oh yes, no, 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 for sure. <laughs> Lots of sparkly green fabric. Well, <laughs> all right. Before we so, jump into the book that on? we talked about this week, uh, what's been going on in your geeky little worlds, guys? Stop talking about comic books. Or what do you think you're doing, you? nerd? Stop spending. Get the I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. Uh, I'll go So, uh, my oldest son had his birthday a little while ago, and I put together a Star Wars themed Jedi training quarantine birthday form so i wrote a bunch of uh star wars themed stops and you guys participated which was very fun and i think he had a really good time and he did some uh, lightsaber training at jake's house and then ben presented him with his uh jedi sith robes that he wore for the last like three days and <laughs> he's been carrying around the dark saber in the jedi robes which is nice to see and you know we've been threatened with sith death multiple times so that's great excellent Excellent. That was very creative, Aaron. It looked like he had a lot of fun when he started. I think by. he did. I think he did. It was fun to do. I got to come up with something for October now for number two. So. Yeah. Well, let we us know. We are available. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Aaron, you go, or Ben, you go ahead. I forgot which brother already went. I'm oh, go God. Last. I don't know if I even have one. Oh, I recently, this is actually about Batman for once. I never do that. What? I started watching the Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, yeah. Um, I turned it off after like a minute and a half because it was <laughs> super violent. And she said uh, very vulgar words in those first uh, minute and a half. And I was like, I'm not in the mood for this. And Did I she say like, darn Batman? <laughs> No, she said motherfucker a whole bunch of times in a minute and a half. Believe that if you want to. But I, <laughs> I, uh, my husband's like, you were so excited. You should try it again. And I tried it again. And I clenched my teeth through the first episode. And it got very enjoyable. Um, oh, yeah. I think they were just trying to show, like, this is not right. for kids. So hey, let's we make can it be as vulgar. intense as possible. Right. Yeah, right. What did, but, what did you watch it on? Um, it is on HBO or the DC app, but we have HBO. Well, I believe uh, yeah. recently so. the DC app has officially all of their shows have moved over to HBO, HBO Max now. Oh, okay. 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Aaron, you would really like it. It's very, very funny. I got really into it. It's just that that first little bit threw me, but once I sat down and like committed to it, it it's very funny. What I, yeah, what I like about like the H the streaming services like HBO and stuff is you could get it for like a month and a half and binge watch something and then cancel it again. Yeah. Which I did mm-hmm. for like the last season of Game of Thrones, which was nice to like watch it when it was happening. Uh, so you can have those, you know, meaningful conversations and stuff. So how many seasons is there? Is it the first season? There are two. Two finished oh, seasons. So maybe. Uh, and the second so maybe season I only finished about two or three months ago. So. Gotcha. You know, yeah, you it's a couple. Get a month and watch it. So Obviously make yeah, your own like parenting. minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. And make cool. your own parenting decisions. But it is not necessarily intended oh, for no. children. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm not letting him it watch It was barely for me. I'm not letting him watch Birds of Prey, so, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a few There's a few R movies that, you know, we watched Air Force One the other day, which, you know, is not that bad when you think about, like, all the other things that are out there. Or, so we watched that, and we've seen Gladiator, which, you know, is fantastic, and, but... Historical. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Aaron, this is think more Deadpool. This is much more. Oh yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool and Birds of Prey are like on the no, you're not, you're not ready kind of list. So I would assume yeah. you would fit with that. But you yeah. will, you will enjoy it. Yeah, um, especially having of... done this podcast. There's a lot of characters and references that you're gonna be like, oh, nice. Absolutely. The amount you mean this of will actually Batman pay cameras. off or something. <laughs> it might pay off. I don't know about all that. Okay. Well, fair enough. What about you, Jake? Well, guys, I'm going to take my opportunity for Weekend Geek. So uh, you guys both had to pick up uh, books and other pieces of recording equipment and other things over the last couple weeks from my house while we were prepping for the next season. And I gave you guys, while passing over the books, each a little sealed present that I'm going to take my weekend Uh, to have you guys open because it does involve... Do what? I think you hot glued this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Ben's is stapled shut to make sure he didn't open. <laughs> and I used the last three staples in my stapler. So yours, Aaron, got hot glued. It's, uh... There's only two staples on it. Yeah, one fell off. All Are right. we opening them now? All right. Is this you to guys... celebrate our fifth season? This is to celebrate the fifth season. Uh, and I, well, it, thanks, Obviously, opening thanks. presents is not a audio experience. So if you guys want to navigate your way through the opening. Well, I, I'm trying to tear through glue. There's tissue and... paper. Yeah, yeah. There's an orange canister that makes me very scared. Oh, that is scary. Is it a pog? (laughs) (laughs) It's a pog container, isn't it? Inside the pog container is a sparkly pink and black Batman pog, which is... Oh my god. Mine is a red and black bat symbol pog. Or pog back, Jake. Those are pog slammers, gentlemen. (laughs) Oh my god. what? So, we are about to dive Uh, in, dear listeners, into uh, one of if not my favorite Batman saga, the Nightfall saga, which happens right in the heart of the 90s, 1993 oh to 1994. And there was not a bigger craze of this time than shook the world than Pogs. 
Oh my god. So, I'm so you, these you, are literally then, then I am these are that been, at nineteen ninety three. Then has he been holding on to and planning this podcast for that long and waiting for you to get off the moment? Almost. He might have used his resources. Thank you, Jake. This is very Thank exciting. You. So that's, that's what crazy. they haven't told you, dear listeners, is there is well, they did tell you that there is a Pog container, uh, each containing a uh, a unique and specialized uh, Batman Pog Slammer. So you, Aaron, you got red. Ben, you oh, got sparkly God. purple. I have a green one hole at home. <laughs> um, awesome. And then you each have sealed packs. Of Batman Nightfall. Well, I just pogs. opened one. <laughs> oh, I opened one too. These are amazing. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I got off. Oh my god, Batman! I'm not even going to do the podcast. I'm just going to look at these. These are incredible. What does that say? I I, oh, I feel you, like it's how do you spoilers? Game. I don't even remember how to. All play. right, hang on, hang on. Let me finish Stack the story. Them, don't you? Yeah. So <laughs> about a month. About a month oh after God. starting this podcast, I was at one of the comic stores that I frequent, and they had a sealed uh, cellophane-wrapped box of Batman Nightfall oh Pogs. And I'm like, there's no you, way I'm not buying these. And so I've been holding on to this box for two years until we got oh to this, the Nightfall story. I have been so excited. That's awesome. I, uh, I bought my wife her own Pog starter set. Which came with like oh thirty God. pogs and a slammer. I have an official tournament pog table at home that I got off of eBay for like six dollars. <laughs> so when we finally are able so to when... hang out again, brothers, you bring your pogs, put them in their container, bring your slammer because oh it is God. on, and we are playing for keepsies. Oh, that's this is exciting. That, right, that gonna, is awesome. I have to put them back in their bag, or I'm going to be distracted the entire podcast. Well, what I love it's is that Jake. they're <laughs> what I love is that they're cardboard circle. That's all they right. are. With oh picture. yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife Sarah <laughs> intends to use her cricket to make new and unique ones. So, I I mean, Ooh. this is amazing. Thanks, Jake. These are. These are yeah, crazy. Jake. That's a very creative, crazy present. <laughs> I'm I, impressed and scared that. Uh, Where's the numbers? I don't know. Yeah, really. That's impressive. Oh my god, Aaron. That's the only reason he's been so pushing for us to stay with this. (laughs) You have have to get far enough to get the pogs. That was my one goal. (laughs) Well, great. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It's been a really good time. And uh, we're done now. So, I think it just... I think it just emphasizes how big of a story the Nightfall is, is that they devoted an entire collectible line of Pogs to this storyline. And there was mm-hmm. there was a DC set, and but there was That's no Superman-only set. There was no Green Lantern set. There wasn't even another... I mean, they did, like, the Batman movie sets. You could get it at, like, McDonald's and in other, like, giveaway things. Was there a death of Superman set? No, I don't think so. There may have been, like, a limited series set. But this is, like, a full hundred Pog set. Um, Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And we all get together. I wonder if we got all of them together. (laughs) The instructions. To play the game, which originated in Hawaii with the collectible milk cap craze, each player should place the same number of sky cap art Side up in a stack. Flip a coin or coins. Z goes first. The first player throws the DC Skycap Slamma. Look for one randomly packed in each box at the stack. Trying to flip over as many of the Skycaps as possible. Any Skycaps landing blank side up 
are picked up and kept by the first player. Skycap planning art side up or restack for the next player to take a turn with the slammer. Continue taking turns the with the Skyclap. It's flipped over, and there are none left to restack, then start over. Yeah, you flip a coin, then the throws the slammer yep. at the stack. Yeah. So it's basically, let's stack up cardboard circle and throw things at this. Yep, that's exactly what Jenga. it is. <laughs> so for my weekend game, my wife and I have been playing. Uh, I haven't opened my Batman <laughs> ones yet. We played with her starter set because there's like, of course, there's like, oh, this is so retro and you can get like a retro reissued Pog set. And so I got her one of those right, and right. Uh, some Animaniacs pogs. And so we've been praying. And oh, nice. My, my nice. wife, who's a couple, who's Ben's age, a couple years younger than me, is uh, she was right there. Like, she was super in the pogs. Like, she made her own slammers and all this kind of stuff. So she so was So what was, was her pretty. reaction when you pulled them out? Was it just, like, uh, immediate flashback? To yeah, she saw the thousands? tube and she goes, oh, my God, is this pogs? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, that's fun. I only had um I had a Looney Tunes set, so that's all I ever had, I think. Uh I mean I definitely I, I, remember buying packs and having them. I don't remember ever actually playing. It was much more of the collectible fun thing. I remember you having them out one day in mom and dad's yard by the giant uh by the giant tree that no longer there on the side of the house. Huh. That's well, very, I don't know. For some reason, very, I remember that. That's a very Why specific would you memory. Cardboard discs outside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dumb shit. I well, I, I challenge both right, of you to well, a game of Pogs on the first uh, in-person Brotherhood right. recording. So. Um, I'm going to take out my favorite ones and leave them at home, and then I will play. I'm not using <laughs> ones I like. And Aaron, uh, <laughs> there are some spoilers, so hopefully you know kind of what this next uh-huh. so- season is about. <laughs> nice. All right, well, I'm going to go refresh in my uh-huh. drink, and then let's talk about this book. So thanks for the pogs. Those pogs are freaking awesome. Did you get a refill on your beverage? I did. I, I'm all I'm all filled back up. Uh, don't open all your pogs at once. That's all you guys get for the whole season. Just to warn you, like. <laughs> oh, so should we so open a pack a week? Huh. That Maybe was nice. That's a good idea. That was actually the original intent, but then I was like, if they right. don't like it, that's a really long thing to make them do. So. No, I, I'd be up for that. I'm, I'm game <laughs> for stretching things out a little bit. That's fun. Yeah. I will try to not open all of them now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you already done it, Ben? No, I only opened the one pack. Okay. Um, I opened I one. I had to put them away or I'd get distracted. So, so I think we, we should take a picture of what came in your pack, and then we can put a combined like you know album or something together. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's, oh, only, uh, the I think there's only one slammer per box, too. So. Oh, really? So, yeah, if you find the nice. slammer, that's oh, pretty exciting. Oh, inside the pack? Yeah. Right. I'm gonna weigh him before I open to see if I get a slammer. <laughs> All right, I know, guys. Let me weigh. Him. Okay, no. <laughs> so uh, to start off the Nightfall saga, we are gonna have two prelude episodes. For the first of them, we read Batman 484 and 485, and then the final few pages of Detective Comics 656. Um, Oop, I forgot to read those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can read them while I'm doing my intro. <laughs> All right, great. So for the first two issues, they introduce us to uh, a villain that we've 
talked about a little bit, but really haven't had a full um, storyline devoted to yet. And it's the Black Mask. The Black Mask has returned after his escape from Arkham, has put his false face society gang back together, and is... Is that where it was Batman Burrito? Oh, oh, the Batman, the Batman burrito. burrito. Yeah, he may have yeah. escaped during that last Arkham storyline. Yeah, because he was in the, in the okay. last Arkham book. You're right. Um, okay. And he uh, black Batman mask burrito, where he had to put his cape on backwards and crawl across the floor because of the microwave. Oh, that was microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we've read too much. Tune into season <laughs> four, episode blah, 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 for the last Arkham. <laughs> But so with Black Mask being back, this time uh, he's not just out to make money. He is looking to hurt and eventually kill Bruce Wayne because of his vendetta against him. Uh, we get a nice short and sweet uh, backstory for the Black Mask. And we find out that not everything is going as well as planned for Batman himself and his relationship with uh, Gordon and the rest of Gotham at the moment. When did Lucius Fox last show up in our storyline, Jay? Because I have him written down as uh, he's in here, and he plays a pretty pivotal role. He gets kidnapped by the mask and or black mask, and is uh, kind of you know uh, a, a, a something Batman has to go after and redeem and, a and do that. He yeah how when did he show up last? Was that season two or three? It's it's been a little like, while that we've had like a real strong lucius fox story yeah i mean he wasn't like i think they could have had anybody in his place being captured i don't think it was essential that it was him in this i think it was just kind of tying uh that storyline back together or something but it had to be someone related to the wayne foundation connected Mm -hmm. to wayne but yeah that's you're you're right It, it could have been a couple different characters but yeah lucius is important in the grand scheme of things so i'm always happy to see him but I have oh, a yeah. question, Jake. You, when you did talk a few episodes ago about Black Mask, you went on and on and on about his origin, and I, of course, didn't listen to it. Was this because <laughs> you weren't going to make us read it? Correct. Was this what you decided to not make us read, and then you went back and made us read it? No. Ben, so... do you see him doing that? <laughs> yes. I, yes, I see myself doing that. <laughs> so. Black Mask's origin was in Batman 386 and 387 back in 1985, so seven years before this episode are these issues. And you then don't need to tell it again. I just wanted to know. No, no, no. no. He only showed up. <laughs> he only showed up in a few issues between then and now. For like seven years, he wasn't really oh. used. And then they bring him back so here, put him in, and in they do like phone. a two-page. They do a two-page uh, recounting of his origin, which was those 386 and 387. And so I was like, well, you're just going to read all that again when we get to the prelude of Nightfall. So let's just have this be the introduction for us for Black Mask. And- I agree with that decision. Also, the reason a reason that I thought it might be um, an out-of-order, you-going-backwards situation was because um, there's an event in this book that I'm like, oh... This is out of order. No offense, Jake, but you messed up the continuity. Oh, I have that written down. Tim Drake, I... There's a scene where my beloved Tim Drake, who survived season four, thank you, thank you, uh, did he... runs across oh. the... Yes, he did. He runs across the lawn in full Robin outfit, tiptoeing through the lawn, hoping no one sees him. 
And I wrote, guess Harold hasn't built the tunnel yet. Um, <laughs> oh. he didn't have a way to get to, he didn't have a way to get to the cave yet. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I wrote down Tim needs a secret entrance since he moved. So I was like, when did he move? Was this after the tunnel? Oh, okay. We'll see yeah, no, I, I don't think he moved. If he did, it was just to another part of the lot. Like, he, <laughs> I think it, I think it was, uh, this book was written a little bit before the Tim solo story where we found out about the underground. Tunnel. Right. I gotcha. So, I gotcha. Well, Harold was too busy putting together many transmitters and things in this one to start digging. So, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine the hunchback's going to dig a very fast tunnel. I mean, I, I'm sure he's got some help. So, Ben, he, he did it all with a spoon. The Robin, <laughs> the Robin issues you're talking about started in December of '92. These came out in September of '92, so just a couple months before. Okay, all this stuff was in the works, but like we talked about during the Robin Three Cry for the Hunt. Is it Cry of the Huntress? Um, Cry of the Huntress. That was really setting up Robin's solo series. I think at that point in time, they kind of decided, we're going to give this kid his own story. We're going to start setting up his supporting cast and his adventure spots. And, you know, the tunnel connecting him directly to Wayne Manor. That was a nice gag in here, but I wrote down to him, like, oh, crap, they're going to give me trouble because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's got a tunnel <laughs> but uh, I dramatically popped the pen open to write down that note I was like ah, I caught him <laughs> <laughs> just column check nice. one for Ben known for Jake <laughs> I have one other thing to say about Tim and then I'm done with him for now um, I did not oh. like the art in these books Tim was ginormous <laughs> and looked like a full ass adult and yeah, he's still like fifteen at this point, if not fourteen. So the art was, was not the art was not the best. Um, I wrote down black mask. This dude's mask is pure blue. I don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. Uh, I think he. Oh. I didn't write down the artist's name because I also didn't care for the art. But it felt very much like it was trying to capture that, um, like pit and. The like the indie feel of like the sketchy, scratchy, you know, like the the old mask oh, really? comics and stuff. I don't know. It kind of felt that way, like that that nineties like um, new school kind mm-hmm. of hip hop, not hip hop art. Like I don't know, almost grungy kind of art style where they're like not mm-hmm. gonna worry if about. Batman it doesn't listen to rock and. If Batman doesn't listen to rock and roll, he certainly doesn't listen to hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> or grunge. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it it felt like that to me. But I agree. Like I, I kind of read these issues pretty fast because I'm like I don't enjoy the art. Like the story was good. Like what they had in there was I I liked. Um, you know the dealing with with Black Mask and then the the stuff of Gordon I think was the, the most interesting for me uh, and Sarah mm-hmm. and all that. So one of the big things that I also was kind of shooting myself for Jim is up on the roof talking to Batman about the false face society returning. And we've got to work together to catch black mask. And Batman's like, oh, I don't need you. I'm going to do it myself. And then Sarah Essen pops in. She's like, Oh, well, I just wanted to talk to you about our dress shopping for our wedding. And I'm like, Oh shit, they're married. Like they're, they're engaged already. So that happened a few, yeah. like about a year ago in continuity. And we skipped over oh, that really? story. So, 
Well, I don't, I don't think we missed anything because no. they've been flirting <laughs> and, you know, going at it the whole time. That's only inevitable. What I did write down about that meeting between Batman and Gordon is Gordon has second thoughts again for the 300 fucking time in this podcast about <laughs> Batman's use as a vigilante. And is he doing the right thing? This dude doesn't freaking learn. What is the deal? <laughs> That's very, very true. Yeah. I agree. Like, maybe this isn't the right course of action. Yeah, well, he's doing my job for me, so he gets results. I don't know. <laughs> it actually made me question where they are in their friendship and if it ever got resolved because season four was so, obviously, I love Tim, but it was so Tim that we didn't get a lot of Gordon. And so I, I was almost like, is this the same damn thing that was happening the last time we saw him? Mm. Yeah, I kind of read it from what we've been reading as taken from... So season four, we were introduced to a brand new Robin. Gordon was at the funeral for Jason Todd. Whether or not he knew that kid was Robin or not, uh, we'll let that go, you know, to whatever your opinion is. But he knew that Robin He's a level B hero, isn't he, Jake? (laughs) We'll find out, won't we? (laughs) Or we did find out. Ignore that. We Uh, already found out. We We found out. That's right. (laughs) Um, But he knew that something happened to Jason Todd. He knew that something happened to Batman's partner, and there was a new one on the streets. He had disagreements about there being a female Batman with Batgirl. Like he has been questioning Batman's um, methods now for. Uh, a a, lo- a a long time, right? Like however many years Batman's been, and I think it's supposed to be like ten years now. He's been Batman. I think that math works out about right. They were pals for like a month, and yeah. then he got <laughs> jealous of all the new people Batman was recruiting. He's like, "Where's my mask and cape?" Well, <laughs> and then, not what s- would Gordon have as a signal if he had a mask and a cape? Then uh, a pipe or a bucket of popcorn? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was Burger King wrappers. Isn't that what's in Sarah's car? I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they were eating all that. They each got a large popcorn at the movie theater before he had his heart attack. Oh, that's true. Yeah, true. and he ate that's most true. of it, we, we figured. <laughs> <laughs> he only put it down to put his tongue in her mouth, which gross. But We talk uh, about movie theater popcorn, and I stare at this fucking 2020 movie theater bucket that I bought. <laughs> it makes me angrier and angrier because I only have used it once. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna get my money out of this mother fricker. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm so mad. Oh, that's I would have so thrown funny. that bucket by now. <laughs> so no, it's gonna be my it's gonna be my my uh, go to to remember this year because uh, this year has blown donkey balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about blowing what? donkey balls, uh, Sarah Essen. <laughs> she- <laughs> Whether she's right or wrong, not a good transition. (laughs) (laughs) Whether she's right or wrong, I did not enjoy that. (laughs) She doesn't trust Batman, and she's sowing a lot of those doubts in those same doubts into Gordon. Right? Like she's talking about justifiably. Yeah, yeah. I, I, she, and he in this issue is shown to be acting even further out from the law. Like 
Gordon is specifically saying, okay, let's act on this together. You know where Black Mask's going to be. You know where his gang's going to be. Let's go get them. And Batman's like, no, you go do this, and I'm going to go do that. And I'm not going right. to involve you in right. that. And that that's wrong. Right. right? That's vigilantism. And Sarah Essen is like talking about how Gordon doesn't need Batman. She's like, you're a good cop. You're strong. You can do all this. And Batman's making you look like a fool. And I'm like, she's not really wrong here. Right. But... No. I mean, how would, is that, I mean, we've talked about that. Is Batman enabling all this to continue? Is he causing the rise of some of these characters? I, I don't know. What would it be like without Batman? Would Gordon find a way? Would he rise to the occasion? Would he get Bullock and Joe Potato on his back and and go <laughs> for it? I don't know. Like, How or, did Joe gee, Potato win the out? pyramid? I don't want to know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, nothing. I said, how did Joe Potato win the pyramid challenge? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Shut up, Jake. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Aaron. Are we ever going to get a story that looks at what is life without Batman? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, be careful what oh, you wish for. <laughs> oh, I don't wish for that. But <laughs> is that when Ben takes over the podcast and it's all like Teen Titans and Poison Ivy and <sighs> rainbows and yeah. Yeah. we are going to get Poison Ivy this season, so that's exciting. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's about time. <sighs> yeah, for <laughs> like. An episode, but um, <laughs> all right. What else? What else you got from this? Well, we had uh, we had Vicky Vale come back in this story. Um, she has a confrontation with Batman. This is uh, a little while, at, or she has a confrontation with Bruce Wayne. Sorry, this is a little while after their breakup, and she started to date the uh, the other reporter. And Bruce does Horton. not. Yeah, Horton. Bruce does not care for this. And no, no. It causes him to reflect on how difficult of a time he's currently having balancing Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, they're not; it's not the light in the day anymore. Yeah, he thinks about quitting, and he's reflecting on that. And then he's like, "How long until the Batman starts losing it too?" And I'm li- reading that, and I'm like, Did, "Has he dissociated himself? Is he now considering Batman a separate entity than Bruce Wayne is?" Or is he compartmentalizing himself so much that the Bruce Wayne persona is secondary now to uh, to Batman? Yeah, like he's not sleeping, yeah. he's not eating, he's not taking care of himself. That sounds like twenty twenty to me. Uh, and he's, you know, he's like doing all these things. Is he like at the point? You know, Bruce Wayne is this other thing over there, and Batman is the knight, and how long until Batman follows after this other dude? You know, it, it was interesting that. Uh, I was just going to say that was the big takeaway for me from this book. I didn't give a crap about Gordon. I was like, this book, honestly, like, I'm reading it. I'm like, this is how we're starting the season, really? And then he keeps talking about how tired he is. I'm like, okay, I get it. I see what's going on. So it's, it's really setting up he's a human and his priority is Batman, but he physically is a human and humans have to sleep. Well, right. Whether it's at night or during D and D you have to sleep. It's all <laughs> Are you telling us that you're Batman, Aaron? <laughs> well, have you and I, have you ever seen me and Batman in the same room? Ben? Uh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
well, my sources. Uh, one scene I really liked having to do with him sleeping. Um, he's getting <laughs> he's been like spying on Black Mask. He's got another identity, doing all this stuff. And Tim is like, "You need to take care of yourself." And Bruce is like, "No, it's fine, it's fine." He's like, "I'm just gonna take a little nap here on this rooftop. Wake me up when it's time for me to go." And I'm like, "Why couldn't you do that somewhere else?" But right. I really like the storytelling where one panel, he's like, wake me up when it's time. And then literally the next panel, like you don't even see him lay down. The next panel is yeah. him waking him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you turn the page and it's dark. And I just really liked that storytelling. Like I felt like that, man. I was like, that was so quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I completely, I'm gr- glad you brought that up. Cause I think that was a moment that was like, it utilized the way you read comics perfectly because they always talk about like the gutter, the space in between uh, the panels you're supposed to fill in your head as, as the reader, right? Like we are supposed to connect the action between Batman jumping off the roof. And then the next panel, he's landing with a kick uh, in the thug in the alley. And we put those pieces together, but this, uh, dissociated those and while we're trying to think okay well is he going to lay down are we going to see like a time span of Robin like scoping these guys out but then it was it was Robin's green hand shaking him awake like that was really really well done and he mentioned something about oh I don't feel good and he's like shaking it off and he's you know trying to get moving again and Robin's like are you alright and you know he, he's clearly not but he's slipping and you know ends up being that black black mass discovers he's Bruce Wayne in here and his identity is like foiled basically. Uh or his matches Malone identity is kind yeah. of foiled. I, I don't um, think it would be matches Malone <laughs> was kind of ruined for him. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. He's but you know that blonde means... matches with a scar. I'm like, all right, Bruce, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but he's clearly slipping. He's clearly not, you know, where he was yeah, six months ago, a year ago, you know, pre Tim Drake, Jason Todd. Yeah, that shows Agreed. at the finale of the of these two issues where he has a confrontation with Black Mask and Black Mask's uh, lieutenant tattoo, which seems like low hanging fruit naming, by the way. But that's fine. I was gonna say I didn't take that, but that was his actual name. I just thought Black Mask was just calling him that. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I might have. So it's Black Mass that's not clever. So, <laughs> Well, and the tattoo guy like became his lieutenant after he did like one thing. I'm like, that's your vetting process? Have you not watched any of these <laughs> other villains? You need to like, look at their curriculum vita and like, let's look at some, uh, let's explore this a little bit more. What's this ties to like the Dragon Street gang? Come on, have you explored those avenues yet? <laughs> you know, what about the unicorn? What is his relationship to some of these important gangs here? You know, what are we what are we doing? The steel unicorn. <laughs> oh, that's my Batman tattoo. When we ever finally get that oh Batman God. tattoo, I'm just gonna get steel unicorns on my arm. That would be amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I thought My you were going to get uh, not listen to this podcast, but I don't mean it. <laughs> a rainbow hatchet chopping a pork loin in down the middle. I thought that was going to be your tattoo. Rainbow hatchet is nonviolent. He just taps people at the end of his hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, like it, it showed how exhausted and how um, 
maybe ready to give it all up. Batman is at the end when he's facing Tattoo in Black Mask and Tattoo gets the better of him. I mean, this is just like a lieutenant thug level. I mean, this is like, you know, like mini boss level. Batman should be able to <laughs> take this guy down really mini easily. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he gets the better the of him. at the beginning of the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, this should right. be nothing. This should be like head goblin kind of thing. And finally, Batman has to, like, rise up and, like, I go down for no one. And, like, finally knocks him out. But then yeah. Black Mask escapes him. He gets away. And Batman fails. He screws up. I totally heard the, I heard the wah-wah-wah-wah music as I read the end of uh, 485. And then <laughs> we pick up in DC Comics 656 with uh, who, who's watching all this unfold, Jake? Well... Uh, it's our good friends Bane and his crew. Uh, so we, yeah, I thought we Matt. were going to have an episode without him. <laughs> oh, nope. Ben, I think I think you should revisit seasons one, two, three, and most of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, Aaron, I actually do re-listen to the episodes, unlike you, but I listen to them very closely as I'm editing them. Take out all our... I'm so sorry you have no. to do that. <laughs> oh. so, there's another like three, four issues between where 485 ends and DC uh, Detective picks up with 656. And it, it deals with some more street thugs and like an arms deal that Batman gets wrapped up in. And he's still okay. trying to find Black Mask on the street and can't. And I, I wanted to condense that because the scene that we're going to talk about in 656 kind of keeps popping up during the next few pieces until it comes to fruition. Uh, Bane, yeah. along with Trog, Bird, and Zombie are and there. And Bird. Bird. <laughs> That's his name is Bird. Bird's Bird. <laughs> Uh, they're in Gotham and they are scoping out Batman. They're watching him go through these motions of taking down these street gangs. I really, I really like those few panels where it it showed that you know Bird sends somebody like sends his bird out to surveil and watch what's going on, and then he reports back to Bane and the gang. And Bane's like, "It's pointless to observe him defeat trash and muggers." We need to see him against some of his more ambitious enemies. And as I read that, I'm like, oh, great. We're going to get some tiered rogues villains. Like, you know, we're going to get Condiment King going to show back up. <laughs> and we're going to have, you know, maybe. like, maybe. Oh, that'd be awesome. And some of these rogues gallery, you know, obviously I'm being kid, I'm joking, but we're going to see some way. Right. We're going to see some villains. And I like <laughs> that setup. I like that, you know, that follows along with the Vengeance of Bane real well, that He's mm-hmm. going to Gotham to see what's going on. He's going to surveil. He's going to lay low. But he's going to watch Batman and figure out what's his secret, what's his weakness, how can he take him down. And I thought that was a great tie-in. I don't know. For sure, Aaron. Especially even that episode of the animated show we watched with your kids. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put him up against Killer Croc just to to watch him. And see, and how see he what he can him. do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's like scouting in sports. What does he do against the opponent? How does he do so that we can better ourselves when we go up against him finally? Yeah, and, yeah. and gotta and, do your research. <laughs> he <laughs> does, and he's a, he's a 
methodical, slow build villain, you know, where we talked about in the, the death of Superman, like they gave you those last couple panels of doomsday in the four issues leading up to his emergence from his cage in the ground. And this reminded me a lot of that. Um, you know, you have a black mask story and then you have a street thug gain story, uh, guns on the street story and all this time Bane's back there watching and he's like well this isn't the caliber of hero that you've promised me I want to see what he can actually do I sent you guys the the two pages that dealt with Bane and then today when I was prepping for the episode I sent you the very last page of 656 and it's uh, back in Wayne Manor and uh, it's it's dawn it's morning and alfred's going through the manor up to the master bedroom with breakfast saying oh well i know you're not going to eat much and you're just going to pick away at it master bruce but i brought you some breakfast and instead of finding bruce passed out from his nightly batman activities in his bed in his pajamas bruce wayne he's in full Batman costume, just passed out in a chair in Bruce Wayne's bedroom. And Alfred's Playing like, this D&D. Is, yeah, this is not good. Play D&D. Yeah, well, and he's, and, and, well, if you, did you look at the bed? It had like Thomas and Martha's outfits laid out on the bed. Oh, is that what that is? That's what I took that as. Let me pull it back up. Yeah, you got like a dress. A woman's coat and a man's coat laid out on the bed. Oh. Thomas and Martha's coat, and like, that's when Alfred said, "Oh, this is oh, Alfred is oh, this is not good, and not good at all." And then you have Batman or Bruce with his cowl off, sprawled in the chairs. He's thinking back, "What have I given up? What have I done?" Oh, and he's that reflecting or blows my mind. I completely misread that. I was going through it and i just saw it. i thought it was just like alfred had set out bruce's pajamas and he hadn't put them on he hadn't bothered to change back into bruce wayne and he had just stayed as batman but the the, the fact no i thomas well maybe and, i'm wrong i read it as martha and thomas's coat no you're absolutely right that's that's a man and woman's here coat. i'll be the deal breaker because y'all know i haven't looked at it let me look at it <laughs> you're 100 percent right Aaron. that's a woman's coat where is it did you send it today yeah I was like, not in pajamas. Well, I was reading. No, that's. I'm. I'm like looking at that as. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so shit, much Batman better. Is, Batman is. He's not in a good state if he's reflecting back and pulling out his parents' undergarments or overgarments or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. What a wackadoo! Poor Batman, go to sleep. <laughs> Poor Batman, go to sleep. <laughs> Poor Aaron, go to sleep. I mean, who hasn't slept in? Who hasn't slept in a chair in a full rubber outfit, though? I mean, am I right? <laughs> Bring out the gift. <laughs> Sometimes so, it's just what happens. Before we move on to what's next, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about how the three of us read these issues and then kind of how we're going to be reading the the whole season going forward. Um, so, Ben, you read them in single issues, which I had. Aaron... You yeah. have, you talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, 
you have the individual trades for the anniversary edition of yeah i have the 25th anniversary of uh, nightfall and so this is in the volume one it's not in march's one but it's prelude to nightfall and then i have uh the three nightfall volumes the three knights quest and night and volumes plus a couple others and uh, i'm excited to read it this way because for one, I think it's a lot it's a lot easier if we don't have to share and do driving <laughs> to pick up books. Sure. So that's cool. Uh, and, and that's a selfish thing, but it's also, I think, will save all of the time that we can plan a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But reading it and being able to, like, just keep going if I wanted to, like, read in between or read other things would be nice. Mm-hmm. Not so, that I have time to do I don't know. Stuff. I like the excuse to actually see you guys for two seconds, but whatever. <laughs> Aaron, where did these so Jake, lo- Jake loaned me the Nightfall trade, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll be ready when it's time. And I fully already own that book. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you? It's on my trade paperback book. Yeah, I don't, I don't I have no idea why I have it, but uh, I guess Tim's in it. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, so that's what I wanted to bring up was, Ben, I I loaned you that one, which is the first of three, and so the Nightfall, Night Quest, and Night's End trades have been collected for a while as a three-volume story of the saga. They're kind of a condensed... They've got all the main issues in their condensed version, but since we've hit the 25th anniversary, and then even after that, I think... So I have the omnibus, uh, which is three omnibus. There are these early issues, like so. Mine started with the Vengeance of Bane, and then it went straight into four eighty four. So this is the first mm-hmm. bit. Was that the first for you, Aaron? Was that where? Yeah, that's how uh, the prelude is set up. I think I think the volumes I have are your omnibus three volumes broken, broken up. up into trades. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it. I haven't read all of these issues before. So like I always kind of went really? from yeah, I went from Vengeance of Bane to where we're going to go in episode 3. So episode 1 and 2 um I've read pieces of and I know of them, but I haven't read these full issues yet and I've really enjoyed them. I I really like cool. the slow burn of this struggle that Batman's going to be going through and then having to face the coming of Bane, and yeah, that's a good segue into reviews, there, Jake. <laughs> well, I think that is my review. That's kind of what I was trying. I was trying to do that, guys. <laughs> I I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> but let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible, right. horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. No! So I want to. I want to preface. I want to preface for this season. It would be really easy for every time we recommend to be like, "This is important for the ongoing story." Gentle listeners, everything we're reading moving on through this season, <laughs> Jake hopefully didn't destroy, didn't mess up. Um, it's pretty hard to mess up an omnibus, so. <laughs> So I'm not making you read the whole thing, though. Don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. But everything we're reading is important to the main story. So we should skip that and just look at it as, do we like the individual pieces? I fair. Think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a I, fair. I mean, our whole season is going to be devoted to this. So we already kind of practiced right. that for a while. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I, I enjoy the black mask was kind of, eh. I like how he's portrayed in the birds of prey movie. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think, but I don't think that was the main point of this. I think the main point of this is Bruce is stressed. He's slipping. He's making mistakes. He's not functioning at a high level and people around him are noticing that. And I think DC 656 where Bane's watching this and is studying and is looking at the film of Batman. I think that's important. So I think, you know, take what you want out of the story with, um, uh, black mask. And, you know, we did have Cersei in a, and, you know, that was the outfit of the issue for me, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's another Her hobo know. outfit. Yeah. There's nothing. She was like, pretty much naked in this entire thing. Those are the things that are important, not that she was naked, but that Batman <laughs> is slipping and Bruce Wayne is, he's not all there. And he's missing cues and he's not taking care of himself and he's not functioning at the level that he should be to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. to go on from that, like he's not listening to the people that he surrounded himself with. Right. You know, this this new Robin and Alfred and Gordon should all be there to help him. He has, for some reason at this point, decided that, and part of that could have been his interactions with the other characters, Huntress and Spoiler and Asriel and all those people that we met at the end of season four and the introduction of Tim. All those people we talked about in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> he he can feel that maybe he's the only one that can do this. And he's, he's riding that high, although he doesn't have the energy or the, right. This maybe the, the gumption. To, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. The energies. He doesn't have the energy to do it right now. And he's, um, he's slipping. And so I, I liked it actually black mask, Aaron. I know you kind of got introduced to him in the Harley movie and we skipped over his actual introduction in the comics, but I like this as a nice little compact intro to the Black Mask because it fits mm-hmm. into a nicer, bigger arc of story, but then it, okay. it gives you a short, condensed, sweet version of his origin, and this is very, very different than the Black Mask that we're going to get down the road, and that to see where he started and what he becomes I think is a cool evolution. So for me, I like... Totally. I like that character jumping in at this point. Um, and so I like these stories for that. I did not like it. I think Batman needs to get over himself. I <laughs> think that he has a plethora of people. He has a plethora of people who care about him now. And teamwork makes the dream work. You don't have to do it all by yourself. If you took care of your body and got some sleep, um, maybe things won't be so bad for you this season. I think it is fitting that this is not included in the first trade because I really didn't think this was necessary. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I'm glad it was only two issues long. You can skip it and go right to Nightfall or go to the next thing we're reading. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. Like, I didn't think it was, like, as problematic as some of the other old stuff. I just felt like it was a lot of buildup, and I know we have, like, tons of books of build up so i kind of want to get to the characters i care about more sure yeah. there you go that's fair all right i have one more thing to say about this book before we go on uh <laughs> janet no this is important ben janet's okay. makeup is that related to the Catwoman movie that we reviewed oh my god i have <laughs> oh, to flip through the my makeup notes that like messes up your face yes 
I don't know. I'm, I'm looking I at it. I miraculously flipped over to that. Uh, I'm trying to see if I ever wrote down what the makeup company was. I'm going to look that up now because I didn't have Google time to look it. it up. Google it. That would be an amazing call out of a really horrible movie. So while he's looking that up, what's next, Jake? All right. So if you guys are reading along with us, which <laughs> I hope you are, otherwise this season's going to be real long. Um, we are reading uh, three issues. We're reading Batman 488 to Batman 490. And this is going to be the, the uh, second part of our prelude to Nightfall. Oh, Hidari Beauty. No. It's a makeup company that she works at. It's not Janice. That would have been fucking brilliant if they had just said oh. that. Yeah. No, that would have been terrible. <laughs> no, that would have been awesome if they had just used that. All right. Sorry. Oh. That would have. That would have. Yeah. yeah, and then, oh, and then Sharon Stone could have been Black Mask <laughs> instead. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, that would have been good. I would have watched that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Would we? Would we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. Learn, Aaron. What did we learn? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gentlemen, uh, the season five, episode one lesson is uh, if Batman doesn't listen to rock and roll, he sure as hell doesn't listen to hip hop or grunge. <laughs> if you if you learn nothing, nothing from this podcast, you'll learn that. <laughs> All right. I'm Ben, the baby brother, and you're Sunshine and the Gotham. I'm Aaron. I'm the old set of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for sticking with us. We're having fun. Hopefully you are. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. He's Jake. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming back for another season. We're very excited. Uh, and let us know what you think about Pogs. Absolutely. I'm getting my slammer out. Oh, I've already, I've been practicing. <laughs> oh, I put mine away so I wouldn't be distracted. Look at that. <laughs> All right. All right. I am the night, a tyrant.